Welcome to Season 2, Episode 15 of the IntelliCast Podcast. My name is Adam Jolly. Joining me as always is Brian Lamar. Hey Adam, how you doing? Just had a little bit of wrestle with the uh, <laughs> headphone jack there. Is it Season 2, Episode 15 or 16? Is there a mystery episode out There's there? There's a mystery episode. <laughs> we deleted it. As always, IntelliCast is brought to you by EMI Research Solutions. You can find us at IntelliCast at EMI-RS.com if you want to come on to the podcast, if you ever ran, if you just have something you want to say to the millions and millions of listeners that we have. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. That is EMI underscore research, IntelliCast1. My own personal Twitter is Adam Jolly. Brian, what is the login name to your Lime scooter account? <laughs> um. I do have a Lime Scooter account. Yeah. And I got fined. Did you ever get fined? No. I got fined for parking. You can't park in certain areas. Really? Yeah, like uh, near the state capitol. They have a big, I don't know, no-go zone of some sort. Yeah. And on campus. Um, and I accidentally parked there and I got a $25 fine. You got – really? I yeah. got um, – mine just shut off one day. I was driving I yeah. past the capitol and Happened I was to me too. And, it, and it just shut off and I, I kicked that – Oh man, I was kicking all the way. It was bad. Not I was good. Yeah, quick. Yeah, they're quick not. You're gonna quick. They take out your ankles pretty quick. Yeah, I was um, one day in Austin. I left the conference. I had like 45 minutes before we had to go to some party dinner or whatever thing. And I was like, I can get a good run in. I left. I started running. It was a monsoon. I got trapped in the monsoon. I ran three miles and then decided I've gone too far. I am not walking back. My shoes weigh 50 pounds, so I hopped on a scooter. And took me back, and then I wind up kicking half the way because my scooter shut down because I was on campus slash near the Capitol. Yep, I think it, I think they yeah. somehow can block them. That's not a rant against scooters, oh. but um, it was not a good experience. Nonetheless. Yeah. Um, what's happened? What's been going on? Personal news first. Anything going on? Um, not really. I, I went to three conferences in four weeks, Whew. which is a lot for me. Yeah. I don't know how people do all the conferences. Like you know, some of the same people. That's kind of their job. Is yeah. What their conferences. livers look like? And Jeez. a lot of people. Because of they moved IAX up to April instead of normally in June. Yeah. You know, all the quirks are on top of each other. And if you went to SampleCon and NRMW and then right on IAX, I don't know how people do it. It's a ton. So I did nothing this weekend but relax. I was just mentally and just exhausted. So I did nothing this weekend and watched a lot of watched a lot of sports. I was mentally exhausted as well. I wind up staying in Austin for a couple of days. Um, I just love that town. You can do so much. I ate so many tacos. It was amazing. <laughs> So many tacos, tacos everywhere. Food trucks had, and tacos. Uh, I only had barbecue once. I had yeah. a top 10 piece of pie in Austin. Oh, yeah. Were we together? Yeah, that we were pie? together. The chocolate chest pie. Yeah. Top 10 pie of all time. That was so good. What was that place called? Uh, Gus's Fried Chicken. Gus's Fried Chicken. I had the pecan pie. Oh, it was good, too. It was yeah. good, too. Just enough pecan. Yeah. I don't like a lot of pecan in my pecan pie. Mine wasn't too sweet. It was sweet. Just yeah. enough sweet. Oh, man, that sounds great. Uh, some market research news. Uh, Ipsos posted that they're growing. They had a 2.4% growth in the revenue for Q1. Um, yeah. I think this is news because a lot of times we talk about how the big giants don't really grow a lot on the top of the thing. But this is some decent growth. What are your thoughts? Well, when I read this, I saw that a lot of it's because of, um, I guess they, acqu- they acquired some assets from GFK, I think it is. Yes, the G and the K. Yeah, they got part of <laughs> Yeah. Lowercase. They're just effed. Oh, God. That's not bad. That's not bad. Leave that in. Leave not, it in. Not bad. Yeah. 
it gets through our, our risk process. Yeah. Um, so I think that these numbers are this is this is my opinion. This does not represent the opinions of anyone at EMI. Sure. Um, I think the kind of fudge the numbers a little bit because of that acquisition. I think you get a short term window, and I have a feeling that if they once we hear about Q two and Q three, they'll be back to like one percent. Let's just move right along. Uh, <laughs> we, I mean, we, we nailed that news segment. That's didn't not we? too bad. Uh, Market Strategies International. Oh, it, we're talking about this because it was it was a past news thing. We uh, broke the news that Market Strategies International and Morepace were merging last year. Yep. Uh, and we were like, oh my gosh, there's going to be two CEOs. Yeah. And one of them is stepping down now. Duncan yeah. Lawrence is stepping down to become a strategic advisor. Yeah. Uh, too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah, I'm surprised it took this the long. It's a gigantic company yeah, to have giant two giant company. Yeah. Um, have you met Duncan Lawrence? I, he, you know, we, we've ran into him a few times, I think, yeah. people at our company. Nice, yeah. smart guy. Detroit. Um, strategic advisor sounds like a fun little title. I'll be, that sounds know. great. That sounds yeah. like two days a week. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it? And Doesn't you can explore sounds- other options while you're getting paid. Yeah, that sounds like blazer versus suit. Yeah. You're right? Yeah. If you're if you're a strategic advisor, you don't yeah, you don't have to wear a tie. I'm with you. Uh, do you want to go to a rant? Do you have a rant? I have a rant. Give me a rant. Go ahead. And this is just all right. So maybe I'm on conference burnout, but at IAX, I don't know what happened. Maybe this isn't recent. Maybe this is just me. But I feel like there are four thousand events now. You have the yeah. morning yoga. You have the morning coffee. You have the meetings all day. You have the conference stuff. You have a happy hour. You have a wire event. You have the evening dinner sponsored by so-and-so. You have the late-night party. You have karaoke. You have the research club event, which goes till the next. I mean, we are nearly entering 24-hour event status in market research. I mean, five years, it seems unfathomable to me that there's enough people even willing to do anything after like 7 or 8 p.m., but we can freaking pull it off. And from what I've heard, some of these events are out of control. So I don't know what it is, but my rant is like, I don't know how you do it. I mean, I'm already mentally exhausted at 5 p.m. I got to soak in what I've learned. I've got my normal day job. I've got to relax. Um, I've got to catch up on my TV and gossip and uh, get some sleep for the next day. Am I? How do you feel about this? Uh, I liked it until I did it. Uh, so I loved the choice. I kind of felt like I was logging on to my Roku and I got to pick between all these different yeah. individual subscriptions that I have for television to figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah. And so the Tuesday night, I had three events I could go to. Wednesday night, I had four events. Yeah. Thursday night, I had two events. And like picking which ones you wanted to go to each one. Yeah. Um, and so I tried to go to a couple. Yes. Each time. And it got me. Yeah, it wore me down, broke me down. It was too much. Um, so I kind of like it. I, I guess the one thing I don't necessarily like, well, maybe I like it if I'm one of the people that are doing it, is you are kind of separated out from the conference. Yeah. And I think a lot of times this is a good sponsorship yes. opportunity for a conference. So, yes. Somebody, like I said, on the board of SampleCon. And so we have events every single night for somebody to do that is through the conference that people sponsor. Yeah. Um, and this kind of takes back some of the sponsorship dollars that a conference could charge if yeah. you want to do it independently. Um, at the same time, it's great for like, it's, it could be totally on brand. So like the yeah. Vox pop me zappy store karaoke thing was like on brand. Yes. They were on stage singing and it was, it was great. Yeah. You know, same thing with, um, the bloom fire thing, the lucid outside yeah. thing that one night, uh, the engine party that down at that moonshine place, like yes. every, you can make it and customize it more to your brand. It can control thing. And that's, yeah. that's good for the consumer to be able to do that. Man, that is really good. 
insight, the top of my rant. Thanks. I, I think moving forward, I'm going to adjust a little it's bit. It's not all gin and tonics. I'm yeah. thinking out there. Not yeah. just gin and tonics and tacos and scooters. Oh, my gosh. I'm so full of gin. Um, in the future, I think I'm going to concentrate on the conference and pick just – I'm just going to pick one – or two things, and then I'm not. I'm going to say no to everything else because I regret not going to the Zappy Store karaoke live band event, which sounds awesome. Um, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh oh. I'll tell you. There's there's three type of no. There's two type type of people. Three. There's three types of people <laughs> at this place. Okay. Um, I'm talking about performers. Okay. So karaoke performers, all, live band karaoke is and the best. The band had a guy that could play the saxophone. <laughs> so you, you so could go anywhere. You could go anywhere. Okay. You had people <laughs> know that your audience. Were like, this is my favorite song. I'm out of my mind, drunk. I'm just gonna go up and sing. That's my stage. favorite kind of karaoke. Right? It's not mine. Okay. But that there were those type of people, and you're like, okay, well, what are we doing? Why are we doing Gangster Paradise? <laughs> I get it. You like it. It's not that. It's not that fun. Okay. Then you had the people that were really trying to get discovered. Yeah. Like that's the people I don't the like. Music producer is just sitting there. Right. They somehow they got the invite. They know somebody at Vox popped me. And they were like, I'm gonna discover my next biggest talent right here on stage. Right. Not for me, also. Right. What's for me? Uh oh. Is the person that chooses their song <laughs> based on what is going to entertain the crowd ah, the most. There we go. Yes. So if you have a live band and they have a Saxophone, saxophone player in yeah. the thing. You've got a lot. You've got a whole eighties catalog you can choose from. Rob Ronco, <laughs> who's been around the industry for a while, and yeah. I've never known him to be just a crazy person. <laughs> did Careless Whisper? Oh, and you just knew it. Like he gets up there, and it, even it didn't hit me. Like he, he's on stage. I'm like, this could be good. And then it comes up like the name comes up on the big screen behind it. Yeah. Careless Whisper. They have all the lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Too, so you can sing along. And I was like, still not hit me. Yeah. And I was done. I lost my mind. Threw gin and tonics up in the air. Went out and started just dancing. Just mobbed it. Just all hips. Hips and arms. And oh, it was so great. Unbelievable. That, to me, is the best karaoke you can get. Yes. You're trying to get the whole crowd. When you got to the end, the night, the music. Oh, my gosh. So good. That's awesome. That's what I missed. Yeah. So in the it. future, was, I'm gonna... he sang like three or four times. He was really good. That's great. Man, I missed it. Um, let's do, before we jump into IIEX recap, you want to do a Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Bad news. Bad news. Yeah, we picked the one that producer Brian gave us. <laughs> For how many times have we done it ever? He says twice. Twice? He says it's only the second time I, we've ever done I it. I believe him. What I was try. the last time? Sandwiches? Pies? I think pies. pies. All right, that's not bad. Uh, this week, Mount Rushmore is top four things to do in the month of May. Hey, it's May. By the time you listen to this, it'll be May, the fifth month of the year. Yeah. Hey, we're 33% through the year. It's crazy. Nice. It's crazy. What is uh, what is your number one thing to do in May? Number one, sit on the porch. Not bad. Yeah. Hanging out, enjoying the weather, watching my neighbors, relaxing, just sitting on the porch. All right, number one for me, busting out my white clothes. Yeah, <laughs> it's May time. Going to put on my white shorts. After Derby, you're allowed to do that. That's right. Uh, what else do you got? Um, I went with Watch the Flying Pig Marathon. Oh, my gosh, really? For those in Cincinnati or outside of Cincinnati, we have a marathon here. It's called the Flying Pig Marathon. It, it's one of my favorite events of the year in Cincinnati. 
because everybody dresses up like pigs, number one. Number two, it goes through my neighborhood. So it's kind of a big party. And you just hang out and watch marathoners go by. It's it's very motivating to it watch is. a bunch of marathoners go by. Um, it's just, I don't know, just awesome day. I love it. That's good. I'm running the leg. I think I'm running the last leg. Oh, that's right. You guys are yeah. running the leg. Yeah, whatever. Uh, my next one is Kentucky Derby parties. Yeah. Not going to the Kentucky Derby. Kentucky Derby parties. Find you a good party yeah. where people have good food. Yeah. They don't just have mint juleps. Yeah. They have a lot of different things. People are wearing hats, but then you're also wearing cut-off jean shorts, white jean shorts. Right. And that, <laughs> and that to me, I love a good derby party. Some yeah. derby pie, right? Oh, that was my third Oh, one. really? Have That's a piece good. of pie. Yeah. There's just good pie in May. Like, it's really when you start getting the good summer pies, like a good apple pie, maybe. That's not bad. Yeah. Derby I think, pie. I wait till July for my apple pie. Yeah, apple pie. You can get some good apple pie. You can get the honey crisps out there and make a good apple pie. Uh, my next one is Mother's Day brunches. Oh, that's good. Isn't that nice? Just being sweet with your mom and have some brunch and that's, pastry of some sort. I wish I'd put that one on there. That's a good some one. eggs. Yeah, that's not bad. Mother's Day brunch, yeah. What's your last one? Playoffs. Yeah. So we're okay. in the heart of NBA playoffs and hockey playoffs, if you will. Um, just the best time of year and because you have so many options. Every night there's like three or four different playoff games on. That's right. Uh, my last one is uh, today, actually. We're recording this on May on April 30th, <laughs> right? Yes. So uh, what's tomorrow going to be? May Day. It's going to be May. My <laughs> last one is Justin Timberlake memes. <laughs> How's that? My last favorite thing about me about May is the meme of Justin Timberlake. It's gonna be May. Oh, okay. Love that meme. Nice. Uh, you got an Everglades worst things about May? I don't really have one. There's not a lot of bad things about May. Uh, Cinco de Mayo. Oh yeah, yeah. Cinco de Mayo is the weird cousin of St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of these somewhat fake holidays where the country of origin don't really celebrate it. Like, yeah, it's just kind of. I don't know. Depressing in a way. Mosquitoes. Oh, now all of a sudden I was going to be drinking Tecate and Corona. I always, every time I run the pig, it's usually around Cinco de Mayo. It always gives me like a Tecate or something. I'm like, thank you for the loaf of bread. Here's an extra beer we have laying around. We'll never drink again. Thanks for this. I'm glad I can drink this while I'm running eight miles. Yep. Um, Let's go into the IIX recap. So we both attended IIEX in Austin, Texas last week. Um, an awesome conference put on by Green Book, heavily sponsored by the folks at Dynata. Um, what was your, what were, what was one of your best takeaways that you got from it? Um, that we've just evolved as an industry to where, I mean, we're truly an innovative industry. I think a few years ago it was kind of a fake innovative industry. Yeah, we're like, oh, we have facial recognition company here. Oh my gosh, video. Oh look, we can do geofencing. Like yeah. we're years behind. Now we are truly innovative where, I mean, I don't know how many people I didn't know there. It was a lot of people. I, I didn't know never that heard yeah, of the you. names or the companies or I, I had to explain what their product offering was and had to figure out how it fit with our world. Um, I love that. That's to me, that's the best part of IEX. It's just like the unknown innovation. I agree. There's a ton of a. Inf- I thought one thing that they did well this year. It's always a lot of technology, and usually revolves comes into some kind of buzzword type thing. Yeah. This year seemed to be a lot of application. Yeah. Um. So I noticed that there was a lot more of. Yeah. Um. When speakers were speaking, so from the company that normally would come up and say, "Hey, we've got this new technology. We've got this new way of doing things. It's going to rock your world." They would also be speaking with some kind of brand or end client that they're using yeah. that with. Yeah. I think it, like it added like a little bit more substance behind it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I like the application of products. Um, I'm never a big fan of like sales presentations, and there's always right. those, right? But the application, when you can co-present with a client, and one person goes, hey, here's what, here's what we do, and the other client says, here's how we use what you do, that's awesome, because then it's relevant, right? I agree. Um, I, you know, one of the other things I, I really liked about this year, um, the first day of the workshops, which I really had every like intention of yeah, not going to. Yeah. Um, but the workshops and then the kind of the sprinkling of the office hours. Yeah. I went to a couple of those throughout the times. And, yeah. and it really was just like whatever the topic was, it was like that topic one-on-one. Yeah. So whether it was marketing and market research, whether it was a blockchain type thing. Yeah. Um, I went to one that was about just like data, like big data type thing. Like yeah. it really kind of helped me think about things through. I yeah. didn't feel like I was behind it, the curb at any time. I was. Yeah. I think they're, they're, those are there to help you understand what the other topics are about. Yeah. Um, but I really liked those things. And I think uh, it takes a special person to try to teach it. So I went to the one with uh, Little Bird Marketing, talking oh, about yeah. selling. Um, I went to the one with uh, Blockchain. That was John Martin. Um, yeah. it, I thought it was really good. Yeah. I love the I love that first day. Um, it was just a little more laid back. Um, I love that it was like collaborative and teamworking workshops where you can meet people you didn't know and actually do stuff. Um, that was really cool and interesting. And then the next two days were more traditional with the, you know, rapid fire 20 minute sessions and stuff. What was your uh, favorite presentation that you went to? It was one of the first ones. It was the Microsoft. Oh yeah. So Microsoft, um, if you weren't there, um, they presented about how they send, obviously they send a survey to all their customers, which are millions. And a lot of people are either hearing or visually impaired. And they realized um, that a lot of people couldn't take their surveys, especially, and they had a demo of a grid, um, for someone that's um, visually impaired and they would, you know, they, it's kind of cool technology that would read the grid to respondents. That sounds good in theory, right? Mm -hmm. But then they did a live demo of it, what a bot kind of a voiceover does of a grid. And it took like three minutes to read a grid question. And then they, they talked about how they can't allow this to happen. And they put some technology in place where they would read a grid question. And they cut it down to like six seconds per grid response, I guess. And they also, that was one thing they did. And the second thing they did was they did kind of live audio closed captioning right on yeah. the presentation deck. That's pretty cool. Which there was in beta form, so it wasn't perfect. It was awesome. It's just to see how you can use technology to improve people's lives. And I, and I immediately thought, this is great that you have such an awesome, giant company that is improving market research. And that, that, to me, that was kind of an inspiring demo that they did. I love it. I had two that really stuck out for me. One yeah. was... Uh, Consensus point. Uh, it was a little bit of a sales pitch. They talked about their new predictive tool that they're using called Who Knew. Okay. Um, I just thought it was really cool. And it was very audience collaborative. So um, the they put a test that was about um, C if CBD oils or like the growing, I guess, use of CBD oil slash medical marijuana slash anything with like some kind of cannabis type usage. Yeah. And what would the effects be of that on other types of verticals? So what would the effects yeah. of that be on like the software? So, I mean, the soft drink industry. Okay. So soft, cool. Like salty snacks, chocolate, like yeah. anything, right? Pet food, anything. Yeah. Um, and you got, it was almost like you're playing a game. And so like it, it gamified it for the response. We all played it while oh, we were wow. in there. It reminded me uh, similarly what uh, Sentient has done in the past. Yeah. Right. If you've gone through that, that yeah. passive collection type thing. Um, it was just new and cool and like was super like predictive type ways. Um, Brad was, was really good. Brad Marshall, if yeah. you've heard him speak before, um, he was he was great. I could tell he was excited about yeah. the product. 
yeah. uh, and let out a ton of personality. It, it, I thought he was awesome. Um, and everybody was there from, I, I don't know. I just thought it was a really good presentation. That's awesome. Um, one of the better salesy, I mean, it wasn't sales, but it was somebody, yeah. they have that application that they use. They could showing it off a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they're showing off a little bit. I'm a big Brad Marsh fan. He's super smart. And yeah. I've known him for a while. You've known him for a while as well. And he's um, super smart. So I'm glad to see him like be an awesome speaker at a conference yep. like that. It's really cool. Uh, the other one that I really liked was, um, I don't know if I really, the, the thing that really intrigued me the most was the Innovate and GRBN presentation where they talked about yeah. what do respondents think about blockchain. Yeah. So we have been so caught up in what is blockchain, how we're going to implicate, how we're going to put blockchain into use, how our market yeah. research is going to use it, all that. But it was, if you're a respondent, what do you think about blockchain? And there was a lot of information on there, one of which was, you know, only 20% of respondents knew what blockchain was. Yeah. Um, they weren't maybe as concerned about security or some of the benefits of blockchain. It's possible, those yeah. type things. Um, but then I started, and so when I was in the presentation, I was like, yeah, this is great. Like, let's yeah. bridge these two. Let's get people to start thinking about it. Let's get respondents to a respondent first type thing. We talk so much about respondents and the, yeah. the, and the experience that they have. Let's put them first. But then I stopped for a second afterwards. It was like later in the day, like two hours later. I was like, why do we care? Yeah. Right? Because here's the thing. Like, does a respondent know what an API is? Yeah. Does a respondent know what a router is? Yeah. Does a respondent know what like intercept is or social? Does a respondent know what a redirect like, is? A redirect. The, <laughs> yeah. the, I mean, the hashing. Like all these like yeah. things. Do they know just because they don't know our inside jargon yeah. and what that means? Or if they don't know how we're trying to make the experience, the survey experience better. So yeah. does a respondent know what mobile first means? Things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Right? Like just because they don't know that, does that mean that it has less impact on the industry? Right. Or is it similar to how I do not know what like – what type of fuel intake my car has. I just know I have to put 91 octane in it or it's right. not going to run as well. Right. Right. It's inside yeah. baseball type thing that I think yeah. it was kind of jumped on with a fear. Yeah. Um, where I don't know if it matters. Yeah. Like if you were to replace blockchain with API up there. Yeah. You probably have a lower percentage. <laughs> right. And what does that mean that APIs are bad? No, they make things easier for our clients, make things easier for the supplier. They, they make yeah. more opportunities for respondents to take more surveys because yeah. it's at a faster speed. Yeah. So I kind of, I went both ways on that. I yeah. get what they were trying to do. And I think it's cool because yeah. it, it really is like a thing like, Hey, if we're going to talk about customer experience the whole time and what respondents are going through, we have to actually yeah. care about something like that's true. Yes. But at the same time, I'm like, maybe this isn't the right. Yeah. Battle. Well, I agree with you. And I think that the fact that they're presenting on that, um, it, goes to what you're talking about in terms of like, do we care what respondents even think? So that's awesome. Yeah. And it's, it's, it, it elicited a lot of discussion around it, I think. Maybe that was the whole point of it was, hey, at least we're talking about blockchain and the impact on respondents. And we're going to all going to talk right. about it for, you know, a few days afterwards because that, that track had a few blockchain mentions. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Well, the right after them was the Veriglyph. Right. My big so, face on the screen again. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, I agree. That was a good presentation as well. Another thing I liked about the conference, mm-hmm. and this is such a kudos to the Green Book and Lenny and that whole team. Um, moving to Austin, I was a little skeptical about it, to be honest with you, because it had been in Atlanta for the last yeah. few years. And I knew they were going to grow a ton, but they did it so well. There was so much more space and not just space like 
to hang out in at the conference, but you could go out and have meetings. You could go have lunch. You could go have a phone call. You could go have a private meeting. You could do about anything. Two onsite restaurants to go down and grab a drink or do something with. It was amazing. around Midtown. Right. And before, I mean, everybody came out of those, powered out of those um, track rooms last year was in the same like area. Mm -hmm. It was like a fire hazard this year. I mean, you could barely tell you would just anywhere you walked, there were people, and you know yeah. there are a lot of people there overall, but it was never like overly crowded. And I love that. Um, that was awesome. Uh, pick and nits. You want to do a little pick and nits? Yeah. Um, I went to go get a juice one day from Taluna thing, and it was closed. The Taluna thing juice thing was a really good idea. Yes, that's a brilliant idea. Yeah, those funky juices they were making. Yeah, and yeah. they had like turmeric shots and stuff. Yeah, uh, keeping on the drinks. I thought it was weird that they didn't have lids for iced coffees at the coffee stations. Oh, system one and lucid both had coffee stations. No, half lids. the time the attendee wasn't there. Yeah. So you just had to get drip. Well, but the, I, they didn't have lids for that. Let me tell you, let me tell the also, listeners. Also, um, paper straws. <laughs> That's true. And out on um, I'm going to tell you a veteran move that I've now done at conferences, multiple conferences. Under, I bring my own cup. Yeah. With a lid. And it does it accomplishes so much. Number one, I'm not throwing away 400 cups. True. Throughout the conference. Number That's two, good. I can get a I can get a thirty ounce cup of coffee in it, which lasts me for a good two hours in a meeting, so I don't have to run out and get coffee every twenty minutes. Yeah, that's all right. Um, and I don't get spills. Now I'm this is probably a big surprise, everybody. I'm a messy kind of eater and drinker. I'm a violent eater no and drinker. Yeah, <laughs> and the, I have a lid, so I don't have to get I don't get dirty. I mean, it's just a veteran move. I don't know why I'm the only one doing it at a conference. I but get yeah, it. the sponsorships are awesome. There's all kinds of cool stuff going on. Um, there was um. Buzzword Bingo. Did you see that? Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, Buzzword Bingo was out there. There were lots of little pop-up stuff going on, lots of drinks and snacks and fun little promotions. You have podcasts going on all over the place. Jamin doing his podcast everywhere. That was great. Jamin doing his everywhere, and then a little bit of marketing did one. I was on that. They just kind of did quick recaps with people they found running did around. Did you like the games that they did in between? That, that was kind of cool, right? Yeah, it was cool. Met- Methodify? Yeah, Methodify. Yeah, Methodify, Methodify. yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jason Enderhees won the contest. Our own Jason Enderhees uh, won the contest for most Dave Matthews it's band a good concerts. story, right? So we're <laughs> we're sitting in this room of this track, <laughs> and they're doing. They would do these things where they could be like, "All right, we're gonna do a thing." And a lot of times it was demographic based. They'd be like, "Who's got five kids?" And like people are standing up. Who's got six kids? And you go until there's one person standing up, right? Or how many countries have you been to? All that kind of stuff. And so the guy goes. Who stand up if you've been to one Dave Matthews band concert? And I was like, well, this is a winner for me. <laughs> and so I stand up and two, five, eight, ten. And once it gets up to ten, I'm like, who is still standing with me? And it's to the point where I'm like almost embarrassed. Right. Like, I don't want to be the Dave Matthews band guy. It's you and some other random guy on the other side of the room. Yeah, I, I used to party. I don't think that's a, I don't think anybody that's met me doesn't know that. Right. And so I look across the room to try to say, I'm trying to look like who's still standing, and there's one person standing. <laughs> And it's Jason Enderhees. Your roommate. Who I had been rooming with the last three days of the conference. And I was like, oh, this isn't something. So we got to like 15. I've been to 16 Dave Matthews Band concerts. He says he's been to over 30. He's a liar. But if he wants to die on that hill, that he has been to more Dave, then God bless him. And he won a Starbucks gift card. Yep. Guess what? He doesn't drink drink coffee. coffee. Gave me the gift card. Oh, really? Yeah. So I won. It was good. That's awesome. Um, Have one other shout out. Shout out. This goes to Ronnie Knowles. Yeah, the best. Ronnie Knowles has been on the podcast. He's a friend of the pod. Um, one of the biggest proponents. By the way, he's 
not only one of the smartest people I think in the industry, but he's also just a normal cool guy. And he volunteers a lot of time towards Insights Association and he organized an SMR lunch. He doesn't have to do all that stuff. That's really cool of him to do that. And then he bought some kind of like podcast t-shirts of ours that say best efforts. And most of you all probably listen, know that best efforts is kind of a, a funny term we use in sampling that when you, you don't think you can get any complete. So you say yeah. best efforts and yeah. it kind of, I guess it absolves you of any responsibility, yeah. but he gave out some t-shirts. That was really cool. Him. Um, I really like Roddy. I, he has always kind of been just in my periphery and atmosphere. Like we talk on Twitter. Sometimes we talk on LinkedIn. Um, I got the chance. I, I sat with him at the SMR lunch. Yeah. We then like, we went to a couple tracks together and just kind of made like some snide comments back and forth with each other. Yeah. Um, I really, he is one of the best people in the industry. Yeah. Like he's at, we'll, we'll do a hall of uh, Mount Rushmore of best people in market research one yeah. day and he'll be up there with it. Um, yeah. I just, I thought he was unbelievably genuine yep. and just a great guy that puts market research first Yep. more than he does, you know, whatever insight yeah. association, whatever conference, whatever company he works for, he puts yeah. research first. And that's something that uh, is really noble. And I love him for that. Absolutely. Agreed. Well said. Um, we're down, ran into the end. I, I feel like this may have been one of our best podcasts in a while. Yeah. Let's get some feedback from people. Yeah, I feel like we're really lit today. Like, are we yeah. like in it today? Like, we're really smart. Well, we had a, like an energy discussion, three hour yeah. energy discussion today. We did, we did. <laughs> but it's sort of a team building thing. I'm wearing a child shirt, so that helps too. Yeah. Um, let's go with. Um, I'm going to do a rant. Um, something that happened in Austin this weekend. Okay. I um, it's kind of emotional for me. Um, I've been in a relationship for a while, and I ended it this weekend. This uh, breaking up with a with an app. Um, I, it was a service that has been on my phone since I first got my phone, um, years ago. And, um, it's taken me places. It's seen me at my highest highs. It's seen me at my lowest lows. But, um, this weekend in Austin, Texas, I broke up with Uber. No way. Yeah. It's over. What? I don't know. No. Yeah. I broke this up is with breaking Uber. news. There's no way you can, you're, there's going to be a rebound. Yeah. I think that people, <laughs> Oh boy, this is even tougher for me to talk about. Uh, people, I think, only use Uber. The reason why they only use Kleenexes and not like tissue paper, because it was so quick to market that they ran to it and were like, oh, I'm using Uber. Oh, Uber, who wants to Uber here? Oh, oh wow, Uber I get a breath here. mint in a car. Oh, yeah, I got an Uber here. Look, I can charge my phone with this. I don't know why he still got that 10 prong thing. Um, but after four consecutive where they were like, your, your ride's only two minutes away and then it's eight minutes away and then it's 10 minutes away and then you get dropped yeah. and you don't know where anyone is ever with Uber, Yeah, I switched to Lyft. But is Lyft as prevalent as Uber? I don't even know. I think it was for me. Okay. Maybe they knew I was new and so they really sweet talked to me. Yeah. This was my rebound was yeah. I went to Lyft. She's and real like, pretty. She's know, on Lyft time. Realized, <laughs> Lyft made me realize the man that I always have been. <laughs> But right. Lyft was amazing. Uh, I did still got the same breath mist. A lot of times with the same drivers. I don't know why, but uh, never waited more than three minutes. I did a Lyft scooter with it as well. Yeah. I linked my Lyft to my Delta Sky Miles. Yeah, there's so many more benefits to Lyft. Um, wow, than there are with Uber. And I just I can't. I just I got abused for too long by Uber. Wow, and I left it. That's that's a good. Right. By the way, we have a sponsor for our rant. <laughs> Oh, we do. Um, Pure Spectrum storefront automation made simple. That, that's what the rent is brought to you by this week. <laughs> Pure Spectrum storefront automation made simple. So thanks, Pure Spectrum. Hey, Pure Spectrum, good luck getting Uber as a client. Uh, I think that'll do it for the week. Uh, anything coming up this weekend? Any plans? 
Um, this is Derby and Pig Weekend. Derby and Pig Weekend. So big weekend here in Cincinnati in the tri-state Kentucky, Kentuckiana area. Kentuckiana? Oh, <laughs> Kentuckiana. Did you call it Kentuckiana? Yeah, I used to call it Kentuckiana. Okay. Yeah, so I grew up near Indiana, not near Ohio. Right. I'm with you, Kentuckiana. <laughs> uh, that'll do it for Season 2, Episode 15 of the Intellicast Podcast. Uh, as always, it's brought to you by EMI Research Solutions. You can find us... On Twitter, EMI underscore research and telecast one. My own Twitter is Adam Jolly, all one word. Um, should I change my Twitter to right now? It is just my name, Adam Jolly, no underscore anything. But should I change it to Adam Jolly, all one word? Since that's what I was like, if it was the actual all one word. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, like the real blank. Like people do that on Twitter a lot. Yeah. Like the real Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> the real Donald Trump. Yes. <laughs> the real Adam Jolly, all one word. <laughs> that would be great. Anyway, uh, you, if you have a Rand, if you have a uh, Mount Rushmore, if you have an Everglades, uh, you can reach us on email, intelecast at emi-rs.com. Anything else you want to add before we head out of here? Hey, happy May, everybody. Have a good May. It's going to be May. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.